Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Today, we're going to be reading from Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 16. I am drinking some lemon ginger tea. Hey, Maeve. I am here drinking some herbal strawberry tea. Ooh. Yes, it's new, so I'll keep you posted. And today we're reading from Mark, as you mentioned. And while there is, there's disagreements about where Mark wrote his gospel, but there's consensus from scholars about when he wrote it, which was 70 AD. It's the second gospel in the New Testament, but scholars actually believe it was written first. And they also don't know if it was truly written by quote unquote Mark, because it was common practice back then to attribute writings to someone famous to lend validity. So there was someone famous named Mark and maybe he wrote it, but they still debate today whether Mark was a Gentile or Jew and if he actually wrote it. So a lot of mystery around Mark. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Our quote for this week is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. A reading from Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given to him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there. Apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them, he was amazed by their lack of faith. Okay, so in today's reading, Jesus is heading to his hometown. And I always think of heading home as like such a fun thing to do when you finally get to go home and visit. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if Jesus was expecting a different response from these people. They knew him his whole life. These were his close friends. And instead of a warm reception, he is met with doubt and even anger. So this week when I was reflecting on this, I was remember I was realizing this is some notes I took. I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't believe in God. So and I feel grateful for that. I was raised in a Catholic family and so it was just always a part of my life. And so when I look at the universe and the world, I don't ask like how can God exist? I'm kind of ask how can God or higher power not exist? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when, when I look at like how nature works and every cell of every living being, everything I've experienced in, to my, in my life points to that there's a higher being or a higher power out there at work. And so I wanted to ask you today if you ever think about that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think looking at the world, it's, it's very humbling, all that God has created. And, you know, it's so complex and there's, there's so many unknowns. And every day we find out more about the world and its details and the beauty. It's really amazing. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely think about that a lot. Um, the people in Jesus' hometown, um, going back to that, mm-hmm. when they respond to his message with judgment, but it's not it's not about what he's saying. They acknowledge that what he is saying is wisdom. 
but they judge him for the stereotypes and the assumptions that they've kind of already placed on him. So in, instead of thinking about the wisdom that he's giving them, they're talking about how he's the son of the carpenter. And they're like, you know, isn't he this guy who's related to those people that mm-hmm. we know? Like they already have assumptions about him and they're letting their thoughts be consumed by superficial judgment, really, instead of using that energy to grasp his teachings. So I think that's a good reminder, you know, to take a minute and think about all the, you know, negative things in our lives or the judgment or the stereotype that take up unnecessary space and energy that could be used for a more positive thought or effort or something. Well, you point out something interesting that I hadn't thought of, which is they say they did know him his whole life. So maybe that's why they doubted him. They're like, hey, isn't that Joseph's kid? Like now he's saying he's a son of God. So that makes me kind of rethink it. But right now while I'm talking to you, but as I was reading it and reflecting, mm-hmm. I realized we have something in common with the people in his hometown, which is they are so close to Jesus, yet they doubted him. And and I feel as though he's all around us every day, but sometimes I don't see him because I'm not looking. Yeah. And the part that says he was not able to perform any mighty deed. I was reading a reflection this week about Mark. And there's many times where like even God's hands are tied by lack of faith. And that's, that's really an amazing thought. And I also wanted to share a little summary of something I read this week, if that's okay. Oh yeah. Share with you. Okay. So there's this famous painting in St. Paul's cathedral in London, and it's called the light of the world. And in it, Jesus is gently knocking on a door, but the door is without a latch or a lock. And the door is sort of like overgrown with old foliage. And it sort of represents the door to our, our heart can only be open from the inside. So with God, there's no forcible entry. He's not going to push his way in. The decision to admit God into our hearts is ours. So I just thought that was kind of a beautiful image and a humbling image. And yeah. the large painting in St. Paul's Cathedral is actually a replica of the original painting, which is... The original painting is at Keeble College in Oxford College. Wow. Yeah, that does sound like a beautiful painting. Um, Our Oxford listener will have to go see it and let us know um, how it it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds like a really loving image of, you know, people opening their hearts to God. Um, And that's interesting that Jesus is knocking because that could be a really soft knock. You know, we might not know how it sounds, so we need to be listening for Jesus and like ready to open our hearts to him. And in the reading, we see that a lack of faith disappoints Jesus and limits our relationship with God. So God wants to give to us, but he can't if we don't let him in. That's true. So we yeah. see here that like Jesus is disappointed and discouraged from doing his works because of people's lack of faith. And all it really takes is having faith, which I know can be harder to like harder to do than to say, but mm-hmm. we just need the side of a size of a mustard seed. We just need a little faith and it will grow and open our hearts to Jesus and God. Okay, that's true. And it it says in the reading, like Jesus was amazed by their lack of faith. That's and it ends with that. Like that's a sad image of him walking yeah. away, like, dang, I thought I would 
get through to these people. But definitely today I was reflecting a lot, circling back to the painting. I know I keep bringing it up um, and how Jesus is just patiently waiting to be let in. It's a very moving image that makes me want to be more aware of Jesus all around us. And like you said a minute ago, like let him in. Yes, definitely. And with that, I'll close us out with our prayer. Jesus, we pray that we recognize your presence in the ordinary parts of our day and notice the ways through which you help us and give us life because you are present in all things. Help us all work together to amaze you, Jesus, by seeing and responding to the graces you provide each day. Amen.